I had an old lady say to me, oh, oh, well, by the time you come back, you'll be able to lose all that baby fat that you've got. Oh, it fell on the floor. And I was like, I'm not really that big as what I think I am. And I thought later on, I thought, how rude. Like, how, you know, like, I've just had this child. Like, I, you know, I, I've had no sleep. And you're all, you know, I thought I've been hit by a car. And all she could see was that I wasn't back to where I was physically. And I thought, oh, it was just awful. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Studying Stories. I'm your host, Claire Oldham-West. Today's guest is with Victoria Summers. Victoria follows the Weight Watchers plan in Melbourne, Australia. So my first Australian guest. And if you're sat in your home all cuddled up and cosy because of Storm Kira, thinking of every excuse why not to exercise or stick to plan, because of this horrible weather, I'd just like to put you in the shoes of Victoria. Victoria is a nurse in Melbourne, and when I recorded this back at the beginning of January, she was dealing with the catastrophes within the fire in Australia as her day job as a nurse. And she was also living in, in smog, basically. Luckily, the fires are now in control and Victoria is safe. But I thought I'd just give a, a bit of a nod to that at the beginning of this interview, just... Uh, just to put into perspective the fact that there's so much more that is bigger than our weight on the scales and our weight loss and the often people are dealing with really big stuff and trying to deal with weight loss at the same time so I'd like to introduce you to Victoria and I hope you find her story really inspiring she's working she's doing all these great things and she's managing to stick to plan so here's Victoria I think before we even start, I just want to mention that from the UK, we're looking at the fires in Australia and the, it's been absolutely horrendous and looking from afar, I, I just can't begin to imagine how, how you feel. And you've mentioned that you're a nurse as well. So you've really got the sick of it and you've seen the devastation first and all. Yeah, you? it's just been unbelievable. Like um, the media is just, it's just crazy because it's taken over the whole um, east coast of Australia so it's the top of Victoria and then onto New South Wales as well and it's I don't know how many thousands of houses they've said have been lost and I think I'd heard there was about half a billion animals have been affected as well so it's been really really intense. Oh my goodness and how are you managing because I know you've got a young family and see, seeing that first hand is that has that been difficult um, for you? It's hard for us because we, um, 12 months ago, we actually got evacuated from our house. We've got a national park near where we live and we had bushfires. Um, so we went through it last year as well. We had been evacuated for about three days. Um, so I, it's quite, you know, it's quite confronting for us. And we weren't in a lot of, we weren't really affected with the fires because it was about four or five kilometres away. But we know the, the haste of having to, literally pack up everything and leave so mm. um to see this happening you know this year again it's just it's just been such an awful summer and it's only just started so they're saying that I think this last couple of days we've had as well it's actually got worse as well so it's been it's been quite scary well I, th- I think it's safe to say that between my friends and in, in the US and in the UK that everyone's thinking about you over there and we're all concerned and there's lots of well wishes Thank coming you. your way and You've had a, an amazing journey with your weight loss, Victoria, which is why I've invited you on to, to join me today, just to 
have a, a discussion about that and I know that mm. when I looked at your Instagram account I know you're a, you're a busy lady you've got a young family so you just want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself and and what brought you to the point of wanting to to feel healthier within yourself um yeah so um I've got two young children I've got a two and a half year old and a a uh, 10 month old little boy, two boys. I'm a registered nurse um, and I work part time. My weight loss journey, I've always struggled with my weight probably since I was a child. I had two extremely thin, fit parents who had no trouble maintaining their weight, and my sister's quite slim as well. And I was always the one who struggled with my weight uh, my whole life, actually. Uh, probably my 20s, I was quite slim as well. I had a lot of time to go to the gym and had a lot of a lot more time for myself uh I did find though what brought me to Weight Watchers was my first pregnancy where I think I gained about 40 kilos I think I'm not too sure what that is in stones quite a lot and um I think I'd kind of went through the concept of eating for two and I really just took that on what I think what brought me into to do well it was was Weight Watchers and it's now WW and I lost 30 I think I was about 33 kilos um, the first time around and then I got pregnant with my second son and I'm back again and I've lost about 17 kilos. I've got about 12 kilos to go um, before I get to my goal weight. Brilliant. And just to convert kilos to stones or pounds even. So I think you mentioned <laughs> that you lost 16 kilos, which is about two and a half stone. So you've, you'd had a larger, obviously this large weight loss and then you'd had your children so how did it feel knowing that you'd, you'd had this loss and then having your children and then thinking, I've got to start again? And actually it wasn't too bad the second time around because I'd followed the WW program. I think I had a lot of faith knowing that it was going to come off. Yes. Um, that was the big thing that I didn't really stress about because I did know I, it was a program that had worked for me. I was on it for about 18 months. So I knew that when I had my second son that, I'd go back on the program and it would work for me. And I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in very slow, sustainable weight loss. So I knew that it would stay off because I've had lost the weight in a very sustainable time frame. I think, I think of the 33 kilos took me about 15 months. It was a long time, but um, so this time around, I think, I think my game, my goal is about 18 months, I'd probably say. And I think it's important for what you've, you've, you've mentioned there about sustainable weight loss. Uh, you've, I think you've looked at this as, as like a, a lifestyle choice, isn't it? It's not something like a, yeah. a slim fast diet or a shake diet where you just, you, ha, you know, you can go on it for so long and then you just feel like you want to kill somebody. <laughs> you know, it's a healthy, a healthy lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. And that's the big thing about WW is actually a lifestyle. Like it's not um, an antisocial, you know, a diet as in, um, you can still eat all the regular food that everyone else has. You're not excluding yourself from any social events. I mean, we all eat the same food, like my husband, my children. We all I cook the same meal for everyone, um, and that's what the big thing is. And I mean, I have been on different diets in the past where I probably have lost more weight, but I've put it all back on and then some. Mm. And that's the big thing is like, I don't like shakes. I don't like meal replacements because I have done that, and it's just it's not it's not sustainable and it doesn't really teach you anything all it does is it's just a band-aid for your weight loss and then once you stop it you go right I'm done and that's where you find where you put all the weight back on exactly and I think those quick fixes can be quite tempting can't they they're quite glistening oh yeah lights and it's like okay let me just 
get rid of half stone let me get rid of this you know block of weight within this period of time but when i've been on those plans in the past i feel quite shaky my sugar levels yeah. just feel <laughs> just don't feel right at all and, and having a, a plan that's healthy and nutritious like a weight watchers plan is definitely the way to go and your family are enjoying it as well so that's great yeah and i find i don't like those programs where like they're the 30-day challenges because i know as soon as that your 30 days is done i'm like what is it actually what has that actually taught you you know you've given up all these things that you love and you know a lot of people i speak to who you know they're, they're giving up bread they're giving up chocolate they're giving up that i'm like yeah, but that's great but what are you going to do once it's finished all you're going to do is go straight back on it once you've had your 30 day challenge it's straight back on and then some because you've had that you know that time frame of deprivation and i just think life's too short to be depriving yourself of exactly you know the things that make you happy like what are you, what are you going to gain out of that like you're just going to be miserable so we're going to do is just you're just going to think weight loss is just denying yourself of everything and i yeah i don't personally believe in that because i think well i'd give up after a couple of weeks no exactly and i think looking at weight loss and looking at your numbers going down with the the pounds that you're losing is great but at the end of the day if you're able to stick to a healthy nutritious balanced diet then the weight mm. loss will naturally follow that will be mm. that's a natural rhythm of eating healthy and moving more isn't it so are you also able to to get in the exercise as a busy mom and yeah and i um i usually do a, I, I don't do a lot of exercise just because i'm time poor but i do often do walks we live up the top of a hill so by the time i walk down the bottom of the hill and back up it's about three kilometers so i am quite time poor i don't get to go to a gym um personally i don't really like going to the gym not really no. my thing but yeah i try to do and like being a nurse as well i'm quite physically i do a lot of steps i'll probably do about probably twelve thousand steps a day so i'm quite wow. active yeah <laughs> that, that's good i do number. a lot of walking so so you definitely get your numbers in there so that that, that is brilliant yeah yeah no it's definitely i i do i do a lot of a lot of walking it's probably just not the traditional in the gym type so and that's another thing as well like uh, the amount of weight that i've always lost i've never had to join a gym program or you know everything i've done i've either just gone for a walk with the kids or by myself or it's nothing to you know over the top or expensive like it's quite basic so brilliant and that, that's yeah. great that you found something that's not where you've had to join any extreme weight loss plan or join any extreme fitness plan and i think they're, mm. they're very enticing but you've shown that you're able to do this yeah. a normal working mum and you've been able to influence your family and, and and make things change for the better and it's extremely hard when you've got a young family to try and find the time you know, to eat properly and to meal prep and to exercise when you can. And it's a big thing that we've tried to make in, in our family. Like I'll go to a Weight Watchers meeting, I go one day a week on a Wednesday night and we've made a kind of a thing in our family. I'm like, well, that's my me time for myself. You know, this is yeah. me looking after myself. It's, you know, it's, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you don't have that time out to yourself or if you don't look after yourself, you know, everyone suffers. Exactly. And I think as a, as a young mum, I think self-care is definitely something that we need to, to listen to at any age. That if, mm. if you've got a family, if you're busy, if you have all these commitments, if you let that self-care go, then you're an empty cup. So your, mm. your self-care is taking yourself to Weight Watchers and having that, that time, that, that group meeting. And I myself, I follow Slimming World in the UK. Mm. 
and we also have a, a group meeting and I, I do like like that I'm inspired by it if I have a really bad week I find it boosts me it lifts me to hear the other inspirational conversations that people are having and, and those challenges as well it's not just about seeing fantastic transformational stories or listening to those it's about hearing somebody say I've had a really really bad week but you know what I'm yeah. going to get back on it and I think it's nice to actually know to go to a group to know that you're not the only one doing it because it can be hard when you feel like you're the only one you know on a diet mm. it can it can be a little bit isolating sometimes because you think am I the only one going through this but then when you like same with Slimming World like when you go to your meeting you actually you have other people around you and you're like, okay, we're all doing this together. You know, we're all going through the same challenges. I also find with the weekly meeting as well, it's nice to have that person with the scales every week. So you can't cheat because like I know with myself at home, like I'd say, oh, you know, I'm not having a good week. I'll worry about it next week mm. and the next week and the next week. And then I think having that accountability of mm. someone weighing you every week, I think that's a big thing that actually keeps you on track. Absolutely, yes, yeah. That accountability and and mm. knowing that if you don't turn up, you'll probably get a text message if you're anything like my uh, consultant. <laughs> we missed you. Where were you? <laughs> so no, I think accountability is is the thing that you pay for more than the yep. the health plan in a way because that is what will keep me making those healthy choices um, throughout the week and especially at the weekend. So how do you find your weekends? Are they a busy time for you? Is that a time that you generally work or do you have weekends off? Um, it just depends. I usually work probably every second weekend. I do find it hard food-wise. I do kind of slack off a little bit probably like the Saturday and the Sunday. I, I have found though that Weight Watchers has kind of stopped me from having the big blowouts, the big binges that I would probably used to have. Hmm. Mainly because I do know that that wane's kind of looming on the Wednesday. Yeah. I usually will like on a probably Saturday or Sunday. I will like if I usually work on a Saturday morning. Um, I do relax a little bit like on a Saturday night and on a Sunday we'll have like a family lunch together or a dinner and and then usually Monday straight back onto it. So I mean I'm a little bit flexible in that sense because I think you know I'm not going to give up everything. Like as I said, like because I'm I look at this like weight loss journey as an ongoing thing, mm. but I'm like I'm not going to give up the weekends. Like I'm obviously not going to throw the towel straight in but it is nice just to have a couple of days off definitely are there any like trigger foods that you have where you found an alternative to those I, we do a lot from scratch we cook majority of our foods from you know real basic ingredients just just because of that thing as well like i do notice that especially being a nurse and i used to do a lot of shift work when i was younger i do a lot of night shifts i used to eat a lot of pre-packaged like frozen meals and um yeah like a lot of instant food and you don't realize how much hidden fat salt sugar is in all of that we do use a lot of um natural yoga on the ww program one of the one of the programs the uh non-fat yoga it's like a, a free food so yeah. we'd often use that so i'll replace that like instead of cream or sour cream or anything like to thicken it up so i do find it does teach you kind of like like if you have like a creamy dessert like it does kind of give you like you said like you'd use your yogurt versus your cream mm. or your butter and like even using fruit as well as a sweeten like if you make like a muffin or a cake like you can use like apples like you can use that yeah. instead to sweeten or bananas like bananas are often used instead of butter so um i do find it has helped that way like and it it, it kind of helps you to s not sneak in fruit and vegetables it actually helps you probably to increase you know your 
your daily fruit and your veg intake. intake because you actually are using it instead of sugar. Definitely. And, and to increase your intake of fruits and vegetables and to bulk out on those rather than the, the high fat carbs or the, the fats, the complex fats, mm. then that, that is a way to lose weight easily and, and, and nutritiously. And, and I think our bodies must heave like a massive sigh of relief that we're actually, <laughs> for once, doing the right thing by our bodies. Because when I look back over the, the, the time that I've been trying to lose weight, and I, I'm a classic yo-yo diet, I've gone up and down the scales, but for many reasons, um, but particularly now I'm finding myself at my heaviest weight, I just think my body has done me proud, you know, throughout all this mm. weight gain, throughout, you know, I've had problems with my knees, I've had weight gain mm. and all these different things. And yet my body is by my side doing its thing. I've not had any major, touch wood, any major health concerns. And I think through interviewing the guests that I've had on so far, and they have put on a lot more weight than I have and they have more extreme health concerns I just think at what point does it take somebody to listen to the bodies and say actually you need to just stop and you need to mm. to make that turn and that change and and you're doing that which is which is fantastic the main thing I felt mainly was how tired I was I just felt I was mm. so tired and just my energy levels were just terrible and I did notice um when I got back onto the program was that my energy levels like I can bounce back a lot quicker like obviously having small children you know I don't have a lot of sleep sometimes but I can I'm notice even it's funny like even now like I'm probably getting the least amount of sleep that I've had but I have more energy because I'm eating better whereas probably when I was younger and I was a lot thinner but I wasn't eating properly and I remember I was just tired all the time mm. And I'm finding now that, yeah, my, I think because I'm, I'm actually eating properly and that's what I find with following a program is that you actually are more directed to eat your fruit and vegetables. Whereas if I'm doing it on my, on my own, like if I would just calorie count, I'd go, oh, you know, I can have a block of chocolate for breakfast. It's the same yeah. calories as, you know, having wheat mix. So, so I, I, like, I need that direction. Like I actually need that actual direction to say, eat your fruit, eat your vegetables. Because if I'm left on my own, I'll just, I'll just eat chocolate all day. Like more than happy to do that. That's what I don't quite understand about calorie counting. I know people have had success with it. If I was given these calories, I can't remember how much it is for my weight or size. I, th I think it's around 14, is it 1400, 1600s mm. uh, calories a day? I would do exactly that. I would, it would be white processed food. It mm. would be chocolate. It would be milk and cream. And I would probably go to the gym every day to get more calorie deficit just so that I could eat more yeah. I, don't, I don't think calorie counting would work for me at all I find it just it's just having it's a bit too much freedom like it's like well obviously when you do have a substantial amount of weight to loss you, you, there's, there's a reason why you've put it on and obviously you're just eating too much and that's the thing if you've been if all it just says is cut back your calories and you're not learning what to cut back on like mm. you don't learn anything and that's what I find with the WW program is it actually it takes you back to a grassroots of actually fruit, vegetables, dairy, or if you don't eat dairy, like a non-dairy version. Um, your lean proteins. It it's just it's real basics, like it's real grassroots, it's real grassroots stuff, but it's stuff that you have just kind of forgotten about as life goes on. And it, it does lean more towards like your non-processed food. Mm. Um, and cooking as well. Like it's it's very big on cooking food from scratch which is actually quite different from a lot of the programs that we have here in Australia a lot of them 
now a lot um, like a prepackaged meal program where they'll deliver the food to your house. And they're quite expensive. Yeah. They're, you know, they they're, they're, they're quite dear. And then you're expected to, once you're finished, that's it. And then that's how everyone puts the weight back on and they spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And because you've learnt nothing, like you don't know how yeah. to cook, whereas, and oh, you're eating it on your own, then you have to cook another meal for your family. And that's the thing, like we've learned to cook again, like basic foods and you, you kind of learn to adjust, like even you kind of learn to adjust the recipes that you've got already like you don't have to like you can have pizza and there's um, there's a lot of different types of pizza recipes that you can use and they're actually quite they're good for you because they've got a lot of vegetables in them yeah and they're you know very low fat cheese so that's where i find it's good because i'm just learning you know like it's just it's normal food it's nothing Mm. you know nothing packy i mean they have their packaged stuff but it's like it's real food definitely and i think we have to question ourselves, don't we? What what state have we got to where we have to pay a company to hand deliver food to our door? It's it's a very nanny state world, isn't mm. it? That we live in if we don't actually trust ourselves. Firstly, to keep food in our house that we can't be trusted around, and secondly, to actually prepare a meal that is nutritious and and balanced. Because I'd imagine that for these people that take upon these diets that are delivered to their door, either they, they're in a family and then they have their meal on their own, which is quite, must be quite a lonely, <laughs> isolated thing to mm. do, or they're alone eating this, this waiting for this uh, delivery. It's just, I think it's quite bizarre, really. I think it's quite bizarre. It's, it, the food's not great. Like, and their meals are quite small. And I mean, they'd be, Oh, I, they'd be probably like seventy-five pound. I'd say like about one hundred and fifty Australian dollars. So they're not cheap or weed. And the foods—it's just crap. Like it's yeah. just processed. Like, and this is the thing. Like, it is—it is put across here in Australia a lot of these um, meals that do get delivered to your house. I mean, because everyone is so time poor. You know, everyone works full time, or um, you know, got busy lives. And that's the thing. It's—it's it's not really teaching you anything. So once you finish you're back to square one again. Like you don't, you haven't learned anything. All right. you've learned is that I can, I can buy the food to come to me. Once you're done, you just fall straight back into the old habits again. Exactly. So you mentioned that when you were living with your parents, your parents were fit and healthy. And at what point did you discover that you had an issue with your food that at some point you lost a little bit of control around that? Or was it the case that you didn't notice it and that the, the weight crept on? I was I've, I was a quite overweight child growing up. Um, as I said, my, my parents were quite slim and they've never, ever had a weight problem. So I was eating what they would eat. And even now, like, they've got, they've got, they're the type of people that'll leave a block of chocolate in the fridge and be there for a month. Whereas I'm the type mm. of person, if I have a block of chocolate, I'll eat the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. So it was like just growing up, like I just, yeah, I just, it was always a battle for me. And I tried everything, even I remember just being a teenager being so miserable because I just, and because my parents had never had any issues with food, they didn't really know how to address it. So, and they didn't see a problem with it either because they just said, oh, you know, they were like, oh, you know, you'll grow out of it. And I think I just developed bad eating habits. Is just, and I even now, like, I'm only just starting to get out of some of the bad habits that I did have growing up that, um, 
like I was, I'm notorious for eating at four o'clock. I'd get home from school and I'd eat out the cupboard and then I wouldn't eat my dinner. So I'd skip tea. I'd say, no, I'm not eating tea. I've eaten too much when I got home. And then nine o'clock comes along and then I need a half packet of biscuits. And I found I was still doing that even as an adult. And I only probably, I'd say maybe the last two years, I've actually got out of that habit of going, no, you can actually wait till dinner instead of eating everything as soon as you get home. Right. So it that's how it was hard. Like I did, I did have, I am finding now as an adult, I'm trying to kind of change the habits that I had as, you know, as a teenager and as like as a child. And only now as I'm starting to address them because I've got children growing up now and I'm like, I don't want them to go through what I went through. Um, I don't want them to have these bad habits that I went through and then to grow overweight and then having to go through, you know, to be miserable like what I was when I was a teenager, you know, not being able to fit into my school uniform and, um, you know, seeing all my other friends wearing clothes that I couldn't wear. Mm. And I, yeah, I just think like, I think back now and I just, you know, like it's quite sad. Like I think of being as a kid, like I always was upset because I was, you know, the chubby, you know, I was the chubby one in the school. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I just, I, it's funny like now as an adult, now I look back and I just think, Oh, now I've got children. I feel like I have to really mindful of how I eat now because I have little, I have children now and they're growing up and I don't want them to get the bad habits that I had. No. So that's been quite interesting probably since I've had kids of having to think of that now. Like I think that's probably how, I think that's probably why my habits have actually changed because it's not just me anymore. Like now it's no. like my whole family that I have to be aware of. And that's it. And little ones look up, don't they? That's the thing. They're mm. always looking and up. it's hard looking because what you I've do. got a two-year-old who's quite fussy eating and my husband made a fair point about a month ago and he goes well you're a fussy eater too he goes he's looking at you he goes you don't like this you don't like tomatoes you don't like this you don't like that and he goes well he's doing what you're doing and I went wow it actually is it's actually I'm actually you know passing this on so Mm -hmm. I've had to start eating you know you know fruit and vegetables that I probably wouldn't have eaten as a child but I'm like I have to because I have children now yes Yes, and we always feel guilty, don't we, as mums? <laughs> the guilt yes, is never right. far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, mother's guilt's always there. <laughs> it's always there, it's always present. So how long did you find it to be able to, to meet that balance after children were born? Um, I think, I, I mean, our, my son now, he's, um, he's actually 13 next week. But I remember having given birth and looking at my body, thinking, okay, we need to to look at shifting the weight but at the same time I was I was breastfeeding and I was so so tired ridiculously tired and it was I was kind of like torn between what do I do do I do and and my mobility was very poor as well so so I couldn't take my child for his first walk until he was around five months old because I had a problem Mm. with my pelvis I was in agony so I'd had had this Mm. child I was in agony and then there's this pressure to kind of like lose the weight and people are looking, aren't they? There's not, mm, I don't know, it's don't know if that's really something hard. that you internalise, but it's kind of, what do I do? Do I look at losing the weight? Do I look at my sleep and trying to get more of a sleep pattern? There's a lot of pressure, isn't there? So how, how did you find able to, to get that balance when, when your children were born? It was really hard because I had um, both pregnancies. I had friends that were pregnant at the same time who literally didn't gain anything more than just their stomach whereas I every time I got pregnant I just seemed to go quite round Mm. and I I found it really hard because 
I had people around me who had children the exact same age as my baby who were back into their genes. I'm not even joking, but three weeks after they'd had their child. And here I am still like in my maternity clothes at like three, four months later. And it was really hard because as, it's, as you said, like there's this whole thing of, you know, um, you know, you're expected to get your body back and then you're expected to, you know, keep doing everything and you're expected to, you know, keep the house clean and there's all these mm. like pressures and it's just, you just expected pretty much to go straight back to what you were. And it's like, well, you can't like, you've, you've had nine, nine months growing this human. You've had this child, like it, it takes, I honestly believe it takes at least nine months to get remotely back to where you were because you know, whether you're breastfeeding, um, whether, you know, whether you've had a cesarean, like you, you go through so many things, your body's just gone through. It's like being hit by a car. Like it's so traumatic to exactly. go through your body. <laughs> and then everyone it just expects you to go back to normal. Like mm-hmm. they go, okay, yep. You know, when are you going to, you know, and like, uh, I remember the first one I went back to work, I was on maternity leave and I went back to visit. I think he was maybe three or four months old. And I had a, I had an old lady say to me, oh, oh well by the time you come back you'll be able to lose all that baby fat that you've got oh he fell on the floor and I was like am I really that big as what I think I am and I thought later on I thought how rude like how yeah. you know like I've just had this child like I you know I I've had no sleep I'm doing all you know I thought like I've been hit by a car mm. and all she could see was that I wasn't back to where I was physically mm. and I thought oh it was just awful so yeah it, it's hard because you have all these pressures like and it, it is hard in the special first couple of months because you, you get that such small fragment amount of sleep that it is really hard to then exercise because you're so tired and you're literally just trying to keep it all together Yeah. to then on top of that, start like a weight loss journey. And you know, it, yeah, it's really hard. Like the first couple of months is just, it's just a blur because you're just trying to survive pretty much. And then on top of that, like if you've put on weight in your pregnancy, then you think, Oh, now I've got to lose all this weight on top of that. It's another thing, another added another mm. thing. And I think that you're right that we just need to take time and recognise that we have literally been hit by a car. I heard or I read somewhere that the actual pain that you experience when you, you know if my husband's listening to this about which is going on about it again, but the actual pain <laughs> that you experience in childbirth is apparently more than a human should actually experience. So it's like you go go through that, don't you? And then like the day after you've got this little person who needs. That's the thing. Like you've had, like I've had, like I had my, both my children quite big. They were 10 pound, both my boys. So I had um, cesareans and you've gone through this huge surgery and then they hand your baby and then they say, go home. I'm like any other surgery, they send you home with flowers and you get to go bed rest. (laughs) It's like they hand you this little person and they go, all right, off you go. We, we have taught you nothing. You have to just work it out. I said, there's no other surgery or there's no other huge thing you go through where they send you home and give you nothing. And I said, yeah. it's, it's just awful. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite bizarre, isn't it, when you think about it? But, you know, you've done really well. And I've looked at your Instagram account and you've got some really good photos on there showing your family, the healthy food that you're preparing and some great transformation photos as well so for anybody listening and they're looking to follow you on instagram what is your instagram page uh, so it's victoria.on.ww lovely what i'll do is i'll put that on my notes for the podcast when that gets released out so i'd like to thank you for your time victoria i, I can't believe oh, i actually managed to do me. a 11 hour time difference so i'm <laughs> this morning i thought i can't lay in i must get to victoria 
so thank you so much for joining us it's been a pleasure and thank you for chatting for me today oh thank you so much for having me what an inspirational lady just to crack on and get on with it with the work looking after the kids and losing weight and planning all these beautiful meals that she makes and she's done really well since I last spoke to her she's actually appeared in a, a cookbook for WW and had a photo shoot in Sydney and she looks absolutely stunning in a yellow outfit I don't believe it's available in the UK yet but she she's doing so well and and I think this is just a reminder of what is actually possible when you put your mind to it and you focus on what you need and especially when you've got young children it can be hard can't it and when you're busy with work just to think okay what do I need to stick to plan so thank you for joining me for another episode this week I love the feedback that I'm receiving it's really really appreciated if you're able to go to iTunes and write and leave a review I would really appreciate that because that will help me and my visibility on iTunes and on the other podcasts so I'll leave you for the week have a great week and I'll be in touch soon take care